0: Hey, yo, what it is? It's your boy CJ Mello. We are back with another episode of... I tell you, this is part two of this episode. Part two of DC Marvel Teams unmask. DC Comics Teams Unmasked. I don't know why I keep messing up my own title. But yes, by the Mello Podcast. As you remember, last episode, we were talking about a Marvel family slash the Shazamly. You know, we were talking about... That how Shazam original name was Captain Marvel, pre-Captain Marvel. But after they shut down for a while, Marvel took over that name for their character as we all know as her, as Carol Danvers slash Captain Marvel. And since DC Comics, well, Wiz Comics that got bought out by DC Comics, essentially, they realized they couldn't use that anymore. So they tried to change it to the Shazam comic. And then I think around I forgot which one it was again. Twenty between 20, 2000 and like two thousand ten. I don't remember exactly. Between those ten years, they fully officially changed his name to Shazam. You know, as we all know, Shazam is the god that gives him the powers to be, quote unquote, Captain Marvel. But all right, but in this episode, though, we're going to be talking about the Marvel Allies. Last episode, I consider part two. Part one, I mean, because we did the Marvel family, then the then we did the Black Marvel family, which was like Black Adam and stuff like that. This week, Marvel Allies, there's, there's a lot. So we're just gonna get right into it. It's just, let's go. We're gonna be introduced to the Golden Age, which is from 1939 to 1953. All right, ready? Let's go. The Wizard Shazam. Although he is killed and prophesied, as prophesied, as he, giving Billy the power to become Captain Marvel, Shazam's spirit remains as the vigilant caretaker of the Rock. Of eternity, When he was originally the champion, he gained the stamina of Marzosa, speed of RL, power of Reba Levi, strength of Voldor, courage of al and wisdom of Liam by saying Balaram. His power levels vary in different stories, from high-level magician to godlike. In the 1990s in the to 2000s continuity, Suzanne does not die after granting Billy his powers. And was much more active character than he was during the Golden Age Marvel Family Adventures. Therein, he was part of the quint- quintessence with Gu- Zeus, Gante, High Father, and the Phantom Stranger. In current continuity, Shazam, known to most only as the Wizard, whose true name is Mamaragan, was one of the first humans on Earth to wield magic in ancient times and becomes the head chair of the Council of Eternity. After the betrayal of Black Adam, Suzanne's compatriots on the council are murdered, and as a remaining member, he imprisons Adam and hides magic from the world. When Adam is freed by Dr. Sivana in modern times, Suzanne drafts Billy Batten as, as his successor, Mr. Sterling Morris. The, the president of al Broadcasting, if you all know, al I can't say it correctly, was a comic between Marvel and uh, DC, where they actually did a few comics together combining the biggest heroes together. Um, owners of a station, Wiz, which heads to Wiz Comics, the radio and later TV station for which Billy Batson works. He debuts in the very first Captain Marvel story in Wiz Comics number two. Butia and Magnificious Ficus Savannah. Dr. Savannah's beautiful adult daughter, butea shared her father's passion for world domination until meeting and falling for Captain Marvel. She has an unrecorded crush on the Shy Captain, now realizing that he is actually only a young boy. Butia first appeared in Wiz Comics number 3B in 1940. Most Golden Age Marvel family stories feature Butisa as Dr. Savannah's unwitting assistant, who betrays her father to assist the heroes. Her older brother, Magnificus, is also generally depicted as a Marvel family ally, although in only his Golden Age appearance, Wiz Comics number 15 in 1941, Magnificus was super strong and fought Captain Marvel hand-to-hand hand at his father's request. Whitney Murphy, introduced in Captain Marvel, in Adventures of Captain Marvel, 1941. Whitney Murphy became a reoccurring character to Billy Batson in the comics eventually becoming his assistant, as was TV. Muscles McGinnis. The antagonists of a story included Captain Marvel Adventures number three, the toughest gangster of the city, possessing enormous strength. Muscles McGinnis promises to go straight out the beat defeated by Captain Marvel when he tries to take over the station whiz. As he feels the side opposing crime is much longer mean, stronger, the character was reintroduced as a recurring character in the Power of Shazam series in the, of the 1990s, in which Muscles had indeed performed to become an undercover cop and a frequent ally of Captain Marvel. Bullet Man and Bullet Girl. Fox's second most prominent hero team, B-B-B-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U Bullet Man and Bullet Girl, later joined by Bullet Dog and Bullet Boy for a Bullet Family continuity with an evil Bullet Family in Bullet Hug and Bullet Maul, started to cross paths with the Marvel family in Master Comics number 21. When Bullet Man and Captain Marvel aligned to battle Captain Nazi. Huh. Interesting. Steamboat. 1940s foster stories. Steamboat is Billy Batson's African-American valet, depicted as a cowardly and subservient. I already don't hate this. Steamboat accompanied Billy and Captain Marvel on many of their adventures, following his first appearance in America's Greatest Comics Number 3 in 1941. Drawn in a racially stereotyped manner and speaking with stereotypical Negro dialect, Steamboat was retired from the Captain Marvel stories after the Youth Builders, a diverse group of New York City and Philadelphia-area students, Processed the use of the character in 1945. Good. At one time, under the control of hypnosis, Steamboat a costume similar to Captain Marvel and operated as Captain Mavet. Or Boston, Mavet. Professor Edgewise. Introducing Captain Marvel Ventures number no. 9, April 1942, Professor Edgewise is a brilliant scientist whose inventions tend to create problems that the Marvel family always needs to resolve. Sissy Summerlee. Billy Batson's girlfriend and Stella Morris's niece. She first appeared in Captain Marvel Adventures number twelve in nineteen forty-two. Billy immediately fell in love with her at first sight. Soon, growing close to each other, had a very positive and cheerful personality, and sang certain words when talking to Billy. In her first appearances in the original comics, her last name was originally spelled Summerly with the instead of an O. Before they changed the place, before replacing the U with an O, she has always had a brother she always had a brother named Pete. She didn't have a full status role in Billy's life, only reoccurring, but whenever she and Billy got together, they always cared about each other deeply, and whenever they encountered danger, Billy would sickly transform into Captain Marvel and save her. As she and all other foster characters were acquired by DC, she spent more time with Billy going to the local burger store and such for the first couple of years before she was forgotten about. And years before Crisis on Infinite Earths' storyline, she hadn't reappeared since, unfo- since unfortunately. <coughs> Excuse me. Crime Crusader Club. A group of heroes made up of Captain Marvel Jr., Bullet Man, Bullet Girl, Minuteman, and Master Comics number 41. Uncle Marvel, also known as Uncle Dudley. During the Golden Age, an old man, Dudley, claimed that he was not only relative of the Marvels, but also a Marvel himself. Although neither was true, regardless, the Marvels took a liking to him and decided to humor his presence. Pretense and uncle in air quotes, Deli became Uncle Marvel, a Marvel family's manager who would make his transformation along with one or more of the others, but not by magic, rather by quickly removing his breakaway garments under the cover of lighting that real Marvel's call down to reveal his homemade co- Marvel costume underneath. He explained his lack of superpowers by claiming he suffered from Shazam Bago. Dully first appeared in Wild Comics number 18 in 1943. In the 1990s, the Power of Shazam comics, Dudley H. Dudley is simply a minor janitor. Simply, uh, is simply a janitor at Billy's school who finds himself involved in the Marvel family adventures. Although, in one story, The Power of Shazam number 11, in 1996, he was temporarily given superpowers by Shazam's ally, Abyss the Invincible, to help round up the escaped seven deadly enemies of, Mon- of man, Pinky the Wiz. The child sidekick of Mrs. Scarlet, Pinky the Wiz, met Ma- Ma- Mary Marvel on a case of Wild Comics No. 28 in, non- in August 1944. The pair became friends and teamed up from time to time. Franco's Marvel, also known as Mary Dudley. Uncle Dudley's adopted niece, who was an irregular companion of Mary Marvel's in her golden age, solo Adventures. First appeared in Wild Comics No. 35 in 1945. Freckles Marvel had no superpowers of her own, but wore her own Mary Marvel costume to help her superpowered friend fight crime. Joan Jameson. The secretary at Wiz Radio, Joan Jameson learned Billy Batson's secret identity but promised to never tell anyone and help him when needed. Her first appearance in Captain Marvel, number 67, 1946. She later became Billy's personal secretary at Wiz TV. Tawny, talkie Tawny, a humanoid sapient Bengal tiger, wishes to live among the human civilization instead of the wild or in the zoo. As such, he is typically dressed in a tweed business suit and usually carries himself in a formal, dignified manner. Tawny first appeared in Captain Marvel Adventures number 79 in 1947 and became Captain Marvel's sidekick and best friend. All the variants of Tawny at DC have included Virgin, magically and animated from a stuffed tiger doll in Power Shazam 95 to 99. Also became a beloved shapeshifter who prefers to become a tiger when appropriate, in Shazam: The, Mo- the Monster Society of Evil in 2007. And lastly, a tiger at the local zoo who briefly enhanced strength and size by Shazam. Shazam backup feature in Justice League 2003. Taki Tani is a current, on the current continuity of the Shazam comic series, hails from the Wildlands, one of the seven magical magic lands connected to the Rock of Eternity where he strives to live among the other humanoid animals of the realm that, despite discrimination and segregation, pitted against tigers. All right. All right, next, we are going into... Oh, jeez, I just lost myself. The Bronze Age, which is from 1970 to 1985. Don't worry, this one seems like it's a little shorter. <laughs> Sunny Sparkle, the nicest guy in the world. Sunny Sparkle has... Has a quality that makes people give things to him, much to his ch- chagrin, chagrin, which he takes and typically donates to charity. He's the cousin of Rowdy Sparkles, the so-called toughest guy in the world. Squadron of Justice. Originally another name of the Lieutenant Marvels. The Squadron of Justice is best known as the name of team of heroes from Earth-S, including Bullet Man, Bullet Girl, Ibis the Invincible, Mr. Scarlet, Pinky, the Kid, and Spy Smasher. The group offered aid to the Marvel family in Justice League of America, 19, I mean, number 135 to 137 from our, in 1976. From an alliance of multiple Earths led by King Cole, post-crisis on Infinite Earths, the group was the heroes protecting Foster City from the time of World War II. In the modern age, Ibis still operated as Pinky, became the new Mr. Scarlet, and Bullet Man Bully Girl's daughter became the heroine Windshear. Kid of Eternity, a golden age hero co-created by frequent Marvel writer Otto Binder for, for quality comics, first appearing in Hit Comics number 25 in 1945. Kid Eternity is the alter ego of Christopher Kitts Freeman, a boy who was killed with his grandfather by Nazis. And upon learning he was not meant to die, he was granted the power to summon any historical and mythological figure by speaking the word Eternity, that's how kind of quote. He was aided in his journey by Mr. Keeper, the clerk who made the error resulting in his early demise. In the 1970s, Kenny Turney, acquired from quality by DC, was integrated into the Shazam franchise set in On earth S. With his first appearance in a new DC story being Shazam number 28, February 1977, Kenny Turney often joined forces with the Marvels. In early 1990s, Shazam adventures from World's Finest Comics and Adventure Comics. In World's Finest Comics, number 279 to 27280, in 1982, Katie Turdy and Captain Marvel Jr. learned they are long-lost brothers, a retconman given the characters' identical surnames and similar origin stories. Next, All-Star Squadron. When Adolf Hitler enthralled Captain Marvel, you want to say Captain America for some reason, to battle the Just Society of America, the All-Star Squadron aligned with the Marvel family to resolve the conflict and form the lines across worlds in all star squadrons number 36 and 37 from August to September of 1984. And then the man of the uh, No I'm joking. Superman. In May 1978's all new collectors edition, number C fifty C fifty eight, huh, interesting number, I guess. Superman formally met the Marvel family. When a Martian sorcerer enthralled Black Adam and Sand Superman into his service. Never heard of Sand Superman. Okay. Superman had previously met an alternate version of Captain Marvel four years earlier in Captain Thunder. In years since, Superman and Captain Marvel have crossed paths time and time again. often as allies, but others at odds with each other, at least for a while. The relationship has transcended comics as the pair have come together in television and film. And he does Paul Justice League. Kind of forgot that part. Alright, now next part. Introduced after Crisis on Infinite Earths was from 1986 to 2001. Justice League. Now remember, we're doing Marvel Family Allies, so. While having a line with the Justice League on television, Legion, Legends of the Superheroes, and the comic book for the Super Powers Collection, Captain Marvel formally joined the superhero team in Legends No. 6 of April 1987. He has been a recurring member ever since. Miss, Worm, Miss Wormwood. In the 1990s, the Power Shazam comics, Billy's teacher and later principal, presented as the typical mean teacher stereotype. She is named after Calvin's teacher in Billy Watterson's comic strip, Calvin and Hobbes. Nick and Nora Bromfeld. In the 1990s, the Power Shazam comics, Mary Batson's adoptive parents, who adopted her through illegal means after their maid, Sarah Priming, brought her child to them. Prim, save Mary from her kidnapped kidnapper, such Prim's brother, Theo Adam. Oh, shit. Nora Brumfeld was not cousin of Billy and Mary's mother, but chose not to tell Mary about her real family. The Brumfelds would eventually gain the rights to legally adopt both Mary and Billy, giving the children a traditional family structure again. The couple was named after Nick and Nora Charles of the Thin Man film series. Never heard of it. It is the invincible. One of Fawcett's most prominent heroes, it would be post-Crisis on Infinite Earths that Ibis aligned with the Marvel family in the power to Sam number 11 in January of 1996. Imprisoned in a sarcophagus for 4,000 years, then freed Ibis, who became one of the most valued partners to the Marvels. Seven Sacred Virtues of Man Imprisoned in the rockery finality, the seven sacred virtues of man included faith, hope, Charity, fortitude, justice, providence, Providence, sorry and temperance. Interesting. That's a, that's an interesting group, a team. Yeah. I don't know. And then we got the Justice Society of America. After Black Adam gained full control over his body, he joins the Justice Society of America as a probationary member. He became good friends with Adam Smasher. Later, after Ultra Humanite conquered Earth, Captain Marvel aligned with the group before becoming a full member. Therein, the hero developed a romantic relationship with teammate Stargirl. Cool, cool. I know the, tar- the Star Girl TV show, but she's like a teenager. Now, this is after Flashpoint, which is basically 2011 till essentially now, give or take. Victor and Rosa Vasquez, the foster parents of the six kids in the Shazam family, a working-class couple who had grown up as foster children themselves, the Vasquez is debuted in Jeff Johns and Gary Frank's. 2012, 2013 reboot of Shazam. Uh, essentially, this is what you see in the Shazam movie or the Shazam cartoons that are more current and modern. This is who this is the family you kind of know more of as the Shazam Lee, so to speak. Billy Batson's parents. Council of Eternity. The seven magic users include Shazam, who created the Rock of Eternity, and Black Adam. When Adam slew the council, save Shazam. The group largely ceased to exist, but was reassembled briefly l- later by the Presence. This version included Blight, Eclipso, Mystery, Neron, Sin Eater, Trigon, and Zelral. Wait, what? Trigon, like, like Raven's daddy? Like, like, like devil, devil guy? Uh, uh Okay. Now, okay, the Presence, the Abrahamic God in the DC Universe. The Presence created. Not the President. The Presence created the Council of Eternity. Now, Justice Incarnate. Mary Marvel of Earth-5 is a member of Justice Incarnate. Shazam of Earth-6 is a former member. All right, now. Uh, oh, the f- Jesus. will be just as long. Why do we got to be so long? You know what I mean? <coughs> Excuse me. Now we're getting into... Do, 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 do. I just lost my place. Marvel Family Enemies. So we just did all the allies for the most part, give or take. Now we're doing enemies. Besides the Black Marvel family, the following are among the most prominent members of the Marvel family's Rogues Gallery. So, Dr. Savannah, Dr. thaddeus Savannah Sr., the world's wickedest scientist. They in Wiz Comics number two. Alongside Billy Batson and Captain Marvel quickly becoming his main arch enemy and most frequently recurring villain, a mad scientist who fights the Marvel family using his genius intellect and inventions. The Golden Age, Savannah had been a humanitarian scientist who barely fled 20th century Europe after his inventions were ridiculed by the scientific society. Living on Venus with his four kids, he became the mad scientist bent on taking over the universe. All the versions of Savannah in later DC Comics have positioned him as Billy Batson's wicked step-uncle, a wealthy, wicked businessman driven to ruin by his entanglement with Black Adam and a wicked eternity in the Wicked Attorney General of the U.S. The current continuity of Dr. Sivana, following the 2011 reboot, is a rich scientist determined to prove the existence of magic, which leads him to free both Black Adam and Mr. Mind. Sivana acquires the ability to both see magic and project magic lightning from his right eye. Then in the early and mid-40s, Dr. Savannah was often assisted under duress by his good natured adult daughter, Beautitia, and briefly Savannah's oldest child, his son, Magnificus. From the mid 1940s onward, his youngest children, teenage tw- twins, Thaddeus Jr., aka okay, Savannah Jr., and Georgia Savannah, both dead ringers for their father, became his henchmen as the Savannah family. Georgia Savannah became a prominent villain for Mary Marvel as did Savannah Jr. for Captain Marvel Jr. Over the years, Savannah has managed to gain the powers of Shazam himself, once as Captain Savannah in DC Comics' Presence Annual No. 3 in 1984, and later as Black Savannah in Multiversity Thunder World Adventures No. 1 in 2015. For the latter, Magnificus, Savannah Jr., and Jojaza also stole the powers. Captain Nazi, introducing a three-part crossover between Master Comics and Witch Comics in 1941. During World War II, Captain Nazi, real name Albrecht Krieger, is a genetically altered Nazi who is Adolf's champion. Wearing a green costume with a swastika insignia, Captain Nazi has a super strength, near invulnerability, and can use a special chemical gas to fly. So, he farts. That's the way I see it. (laughs) Sorry. Created to be carried on America, Captain Nazi murders an elderly man and cripples a teenage boy on his flight by Captain Marvel in Wiz Comics number no. 25 in 1941. The boy, Freddy Friedman, is granted powers by Captain Marvel to save his life, becoming Captain Marvel Jr. and declaring Captain Nazi his mortal enemy. Interesting. Ebach. A frail thug named Stinky, Print Whistle, was empowered by Lucifer himself after Lucifer saved Print Whistle from a fall caused by Captain Marvel. Print Whistle is imbued with the powers of four of the most evil men to walk the face of the earth. Ivan the Terrible, Borgia, don't know who that is, Attila the Hun, and Caligula. When he he says the name Abak, which is the first name of each one, he is engulfed in green fire and brimstone. He becomes a large muscular brute with super strength. Saying his name again transforms him back into Print Whistle. Therefore, like Captain Marvel Jr., Abak also cannot say his own name. Ibak first appeared in Captain Marvel number no. 8 in 1942. became a reoccurring family, Marvel family villain through the characters run in Fawcett and DC Comics. The 2011 rebooted version of Ibak is a descendant of a long line of evil deposits, the first of whom, Ibak the Terrible, was known in ancient times as the Man Who Invented Evil. Huh. Sabak. Similar to Ibak, Timothy Kearns is granted the powers of six demons when he says the magic word sabak. As opposed to fire, Sabak transforms via black lightning cast up, rather than down, from Hades. Oh, that's kind of cool actually. When he says the name, lightning comes from the ground. That's kind of cool actually. First appearing in Captain Marvel Jr. number four in 1943, Sabak's pathions grant him powers similar to the Marvel family, with the added power of pyrokinesis. A second Sabak, Ishmael Greger, was introduced in the mid-2000s in the Outsiders comic book. While Karn Sabak became a more muscular version of himself in a green cloak with demon fangs, Gregor Sabak is a large, muscular, horned demon with red skin and hair. In 2011 Shazam reboot, the Seven Deadly Sins have the power to possess a wicked human and transform it into a 50 foot tall demon resembling the Ishmael Gregor version of Sabak. Satan. Having granted power to Sabak, Sabak, Sabak and Abak, Satan, initially under the name Prince Lucifer, came into direct conflict with the Marvel family years later, including when he re- he came to collect on the soul Ebenezer Batson, Billy Batson, Ebenezer's nephew, battled Satan's champions Abaddon, Medea, and Tia's old age, legion, and truth, as Captain Marvel. Defeated, sa- defeated, Satan returned from the confederation of hell, including the aforementioned Ibak and Subback, as well as Master Man and Darkman, in an unsuccessful bid to eliminate the Marvel family and Kid Eternity, Master—oh, sorry, not Mastermind, Mister Mind—first appearing in Captain Marvel Adventures number 22, 1943, as a disembodied voice. Later, in issue number 26, in his actual form, Mister Mind, the world's wickedest worm, is an evil alien caterpillar with genius intellect. Given his small nature, he was a talk box communicator, and is often depicted wearing glasses. He runs the supervillain team called the Monster Society of Evil. Mister Mind's own powers have included mind control, typically crawling into an ear's holes—that's disgusting—telepathy, mental, mental projection, and once evolved into a hyperfly, the ability to eat himself. Okay, the 2011 reboot of Mister Max Maxi Vermis Mind presents himself as a native of one of the seven magic lands, the monster lands, according to mind, the wild lands, according to rumor, who gained high-level magic powers by reading every book in the Rock of Eternity's library. I feel like I've seen a version of this, like a comedy skit. Crocodile men. Crocodile men, also called punk, punk-oceans, Punk are a race of humanoid crocs from the planetoid Punkus, who are members of the monster society of evil, Captain Marvel Captain Marvel, adventures during the mid 1940s. There were many unnamed crocodile men who just acted as henchmen for Mr. Mind. One of them was one of Mr. Mind's monster professors while the others were monster students. Herkimer, a crocodile man in a business suit was Mr. Mind's second in command between the end of Fawcett Marvel family run in 1953 and the start of the DC Shazam run in 1972. Herkimer Herkimer Reforms it gets a job as a part of a carnival. In the third volume special interlude issue that takes place before the first issue, Herkimer attacks a museum stating the rain. of the crocodile man is nigh. He was mentioned to have fought Shazam before. When Freddy asks why Herkimer is, a, is in a business suit, Billy states that he didn't say. Herkimer is defeated by Shazam. Later, Billy mentions his fight with him to Batman following Shazam's disastrous fight with Scarecrow. Batman mentions that he has fought Killer Croc many times. Batman does does answer no when asked by Billy if he wears a business suit. So it's almost like a ripoff of Killer Croc in a way. Herkimer appeared in this Kid's Superpower Hour, which is an episode, The Circus Plot, voiced by Alan Oppenheimer. Jork, the greatest scientist of crocodile men, and Mind's three lieutenants, Sylvester, a crocodile man and one of them, Mr. Mine's preferred gunners. The third volume of Shazam comic book series, launched in 2018, introduced an unnamed three-headed croc man in striped prison attire from the Wildlands, who is a member of the Monster Society of Evil. So they don't give him a name, they just say he's just some random dude. Ogar, a wizard who is the world's mightiest immortal. Ogar was originally part of Shazam pantheon before the wizard. Then known as Shazamo, dismissed him. Seeking revenge, Ogar uses his extensive magic powers to battle Shazam and his champions. Those powers cannot directly harm women and girls, allowing Mary to battle him directly. First appearing in the multi-issue arcs starting with Captain Marvel Adventures number 61 in 1946, Ogar reoccurred regularly in Shazam stories during the 1970s and 80s. King Cole The best the King of the Beastmen, also known as the Submen, Neanderthal like humanoids who ruled the earth in ancient times and enslaved the Homo sapiens populace. Call faces death and goes into suspended animation, awakening the modern day and an attempt to take over or destroy the world. He possesses super strength, near invulnerability, and ex- expert weaponry and military skills. Call first appeared in Captain Marvel Adventures number 20, 125 in 1951. Blaze and Satanus Originally introduced in early 1990s as Superman villains, Blades and Satanis are powerful twin demons who are among the rules of Hades. They are also estranged children of the Wizard of Shazam, from his younger days as the ancient Knight superhero Baloram the Champion, while Satanis has a soft spot for his father and assists him from time to time, including giving life to Taki Tani. Blades hates the wizard and stages attacks on both him and the Marvel family believing the power of Shazam to be her birthright. Ooh, saucy. So All right. And we're gonna, this, this one should be a lot faster. We'll get into other notable villains that reoccurred throughout the Golden Age and throughout the Bronze Age. Ebenezer Batson, Uncle Billy Batson, Ebenezer robbed his nephew of his inheritance from his brother and sister-in-law's demise. Ebenezer returned time and, time and again, to take advantage of Billy and sought to expel Dudley as a fraudulent relative. Billy later battled Satan's champion to save Ebenezer's soul from the, the devil. His first appearance was in 1940s, Witch Comics No. 2. The Arson Fiend First appearing in Captain Marvel No. 2 in 1941 as a one-shot villain, the Arson Fiend, a tall vampire-like being with the power of power of Kinesis, was revived in the 1990s in the Power Shazam series. His alter ego, George Tweedle, a small husky insurance salesman, Transformed into the arson fiend using a magic solve in order to cause havoc and boost his business. Mr. Banjo Kurt Philpops works as an agent for the Axis powers during World War II. So this it is a stout man in a baggy green suit and draw straw hat, and straw, and straw hat, I don't know why I said draw for, who carried around an old banjo with him. Philpops delivered secrets to the Japanese in the form of musical notes. Someone in military meeting would whistle musical notes, which were a code. Banjo would play the music next to her house with an agent inside who also radioed them to the Japanese. Oh, that's evil, bro. Although evil, Mr. Banjo would go up against Captain Marvel with nothing more than a banjo. He first appeared in Captain Marvel Adventures number 8, in the same issue as though in a different story than Ibak. Uh, Aunt Minerva, a criminal mastermind who looks like a sweet old lady, but has a deadly accuracy with the gun and a desire to find a new husband after her first five have died. Uh, okay. She first appeared in Captain Marvel Adventures No. 59 in 1946, and when she attempted to force Captain Marvel to marry her, Minerva reoccurred as a Marvel family villain thereafter through the 1990s. Um, Minerva also appears in the Kid Superpower Owl Shazam episode, Uncle Dudley's Wedding Day, voiced by Don Jeffrey. And then Aunt Minerva also made an appearance in 1949, Hannah Barra TV special, Legends of the Superheroes, portrayed by Ruth Boozy. Next, the Three Faces of Evil. A three-headed monster, terror, sin, and wickedness, imprisoned beneath or within the rock of eternity with the ability to hypnotize victims, even the marvels into into even the marvels into doing some evil. First introduced, them, first introduced in the Marvel family in 1947 a humanoid three-headed monster, the later DC Comics version of the character resembles a giant Hydra. Which kind of wouldn't make sense in a way. Mr. Adam. First debuting in Captain Marvel Adventures number 78 in 1947, Mr. Adam is a giant robot created by Charles Langley. Mr. Adam's artificial AI malfunctions, and he becomes a threat to humanity and to the Marvel family. At one point, he was converted into a race car by Mr. Mind as the automobile, A-T-O-M-O-B-I-L-E. And then we go into Chain Lightning, a young woman with the power ele- of electrokinetics, which allows her to depower the marvels by blasting them with lightning. First appearing in World's Finest Comics number, number 1981, Jerry Ordway reintroduced Chain Lightning in the power of number 15, 15 years later as a young woman with electrical metahuman powers suffering from multiple personality disorder. Uh, her main persona, Amy, is a good nature, her other persona, Amber, fuels her worst impulses, sometimes takes over her body and powers. The other two personas are Inner Child and I.D. Now, to finish this off, I want to just go quickly into some lesser-known foes and some group villains, which I think we kind of already did that. So that should be it for this episode. Huh. Alright, so, Acrobat, one of Captain Marvel Jr.'s recurring foes. The Acrobat is an airless, Jonathan Green, afflicted with moon, Moonitis, which causes him to become an insane killer with the strength of ten men when exposed to moonlight. Captain slash General Nippon, the answer to Captain Nazi. Captain, Captain Nippon was empowered with ancient magic and battled Captain Marvel Jr. time and time again. The character was depicted in a racist character of an Eastern Asian. Back then, they did that a lot. Doctor Alirog, Italian gorilla and scientist, the character appears in Who's Who at the Zoo, in the Kids Superpower Hour Shazam. See that they should put a gorilla gorilla with him. Oh, little evil team there! Come on now, Dummy, nemesis of the vigilante on Earth One. The Dummy later joined Monster Society of Evil for Mister Mind when he sought to conquer Earth Two. Post Flashpoint, the dummy was an underling of Mr. Mind's Monster Society of Evil. Evil Eye. An aid to Mr. Mind and the power of hypnosis. The post flashpoint version is a member of the Modern Society of Evil. Goldman. The first recruit to the Master Society, Monster Society of Evil. Mr. Mind would speak through Goatman. The post flashpoint modern version has a is a, has a member called Scapegoat. Greybeard. Of 100 years old, Greybeard is a crime lord who faced Captain Marvel Jr. Jeepers, a lot of l- bat-like race who served Mr. Mine. post Point version is a member is a member of the modern version of Monster Society of Evil. Mr. Macabre, an in insane killer with green skin. Mr. Macabre faced Captain Marvel Jr. time and time again. knit Pack Leveram, a mirror reflection of Captain Marvel given life by Wizzo the Wizard in his first appearance. The concept was revisited in 2010's Billy Batson and The Magical Shazam. Mr. Mind emerged in a double mirror of the hero. Night Owl, a jewel thief who has the ability in the, to see in the dark. The character appears in The Airport Caper and The Kid Super Power Hour with Shazam. So, either this must have been like a show, the Kid Super Power Hour with Shazam, because a lot of these characters seem like they were never in like a comic book. Situation, unless that is a comic book, which makes no sense to me, then. Nippon Nippo, Nipponese, a Japanese warrior who battled Captain Marvel. Nippo Nippo from Nagasaki later joined the Monster Society of Evil. Nippo was a Japanese slur, and the character was a racist depiction of Eastern American. That's messed up. Obviously, this does not reflect anything how I feel it like that. This is, I'm just reading what I'm reading. Mad Mummy. Once the ruler of netherworld, who sought to conquer the world of the living, the Mad Mummy was defeated by Shazam and imprisoned believed the Sea. Freed in the modern age by archaeologists, the Marvel family had to combine their powers to imprison him once more. Billy batton and the Magical Shazam, the Mad Mummy's origins are tied in with that of Black Adam as his court viz- viziers, who tried to battle Adam and Shazam, only to be entombed and pyramid by the duo. Red Crusher one of, one of North Korea's most brilliant minds and dangerous soldiers. Red Crusher created several inventions that troubled Marvel family. First appeared in Captain Marvel Adventures No. 139, December of 1952. Sabina Delacroix. Representing the Council of Merlin, Sabina Delacroix de competed against Freddie Freeman for Powers of Shazam in the series The Trials of Shazam. Vampire Burglar. Hailing from Transylvania, the Vampire bur- Burglar stole goody goody bars because they maintain Malakazia, which is found in human blood and it saturated his thirst. And Billy Batson in the Magic Zam, he fed on Captain Marvel's energy, which rapidly aged the hero. That's kinda see I like he didn't want to say he didn't want to kill people kind of thing. He's like I'll just take these candy bars to suffice my thirst for blood. That's kinda interesting. Zazo introduced exam number nineteen in August 1975, the Empress Zazo, from an un- un- unidentified other v- division dimension, dear goodness, used a helmet to steal the powers of Shazam to become Zazo Plus. That's fun. All right, the Seven Deadly Sins, originally known as the se- Seven Deadly Enemies of Man, first appeared in Wiz Comics Number Two, origin story, 1940. The sins are past. Sins are seven powerful demons held present by the wizard of Shazam in his lair. Demons whose form vary by era and artist, sometimes escape and cause havoc through no murder and using their powers to influence sins in humans. Based, on the seven, based upon the seven deadly sins and enumerated in Christian faith, the original seven deadly enemies of man, slightly censored for suitable readings for children, which I understand, pride, Pride is a sin. Envy, greed, hatred, selfishness, laziness, and injustice. Laziness is a sin. That's kind of crazy. Each demon could influence their namesake, sin, and human victim. Beginning with DC's JSA series in the mid-2000s, the proper Christian names slash versions of the sins were used. Pride, envy, greed, hatred, sloth, gluttony, and lust. Sloth is also another form of laziness. Gluttony me mean to me that just means being fat, and that's I'm a big dude, so uh, hatred self-explanatory, greed self-explanatory, envy. know word for jealousy, being jealous, lust like I'm a, it's a kid thing, so I'm not gonna describe what lust is, and pride. I didn't think pride, being proud of yourself, is a sin. Being proud of something you do is a sin, huh? That's being proud of somebody else is the same? Like I that's confusing. But that's also but that's also based on old times. Um, anyways, I have to get into a weird concept here. The Monster Society of Evil is an organization led by Mr. Mind. Its members include most of the Marvel family's key and recurring villains, including characters such as Dr. Savannah, King Cole, the Crocodile Man, Captain Nazi, Mr. Adam, Ebok, Jeepers, and Ogre. In the 2011 Suzanne reboot, Mr. Mind's Monster Society of Evil includes creatures from across the Magic Lands who had been banished into the Monster Lands, Dungeon of Eternity, by the Council of Wizards. Its members include Dr. Savannah, Black Adam, the Crocodile Man, King Call, the Wicked Witch of the West, the Red Queen, Jeepers, Evil Eye, and Mr. Adam, as well as new villains, Mr. Merry Go Round, What, and Scapegoat. Lastly, Confederation of Hell. Formed by Satan, the kind of Federation of Hell was made up of Ibak, Master Man, Subak, and Darkling to eliminate the Marvel family and Kid Eternity. And to finish this all off, in the final issue of 52, a new multiverse is revealed, originally consisting of 52 identical realities among the parallel realities shown in what designated Earth 5 as a result of Master. Mr. Mind eating aspects of his reality, it takes on visual aspects similar to the pre-crisis Earth-S, including Marvel family characters. The names of the characters are not mentioned in the panel in which they appear, but characters visually similar to Marvel family appear. There's also an alternative version of Green Lantern and Hal Jordan that also exists on Earth-5 alongside the Marvel family. Based on the comments by DC writer Grant Morrison, this alternate universe is not the pre-crisis Earth-S. And that is part two of the Shazam family. <coughs> Excuse me, I apologize. So, what do you guys think? That's kind of essentially that was just the Shazam that Marvel family's like enemies and friends and stuff like that. That's that's what this part two was about. I found I found it interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I had to remember that a lot of these information is kind of old in the sense of when. Marvel Captain Marvel slash Shazam was made. It was during the time when we were, f- were facing like the Japanese for the thing on Pearl Harbor, the attack on Pearl Harbor. I think that's why they had a lot of Japanese or Asian depicted characters in a you know bad way, which obviously I don't reflect anything that of that what it says. I'm just reading something. Um, but yeah, the, I thought it was cool. I didn't. Some of these names are actually kind of funny and weird, like Goat Man, then became scapegoat. You know what I mean? I like some of the names, like Sabina de la Croix. That sounds kind of cool. Dummy as an evil character—that's weird. I do think though, if, I don't know if he's still around. Doctor Alirog. Should somehow him and um, Gorilla Grod should combo up as like a evil? I want to can we call him a team? You can, I guess you can. Like, uh, evil gorilla team, dude. That'd be kind of interesting to see how that plays, because obviously they they all talk. or well, depends on the gri- on gorilla garage Because sometimes goradi doesn't really talk. He does. He talks through telekinesis. In other versions, he talks verbally and stuff. So it all depends how you play it. But they're both telling evil. They're both scientists. They're both very smart gorillas. So why not put it together? Unless this is what came out of, unless Dr. Ali Rock came from Gorilla Guard. But anyway, near and and all that. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. If y'all like what you heard from this week and last week's episode, put them together. Make a good one episode. I see this one. This episode is almost one episode. Wow. Uh, so let me get that's It's almost 45 minutes. Jeez. Uh, but y'all know the usual. Like, subscribe, share to everybody you know. Tell them about us, tell them about me. The year is about to be over. Christmas is literally three days away from today. I know I'm late on this episode, but Christmas is three days away. I know Hanukkah already have it for people. Kwanzaa is about to happen soon. Everybody have a great holiday. Have a good time. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I might drop an episode next week. We'll see what happens. I'm not 100% sure, but you'll know. You all will know. Um, hit me up on xlash Twitter at Melopod22. Go hit that. You no, know, tell me what you like about the episode. Didn't like about the episode. Drop a DM, drop a like, drop a share, all that good stuff. Go check out Merc Clan Gaming, the official team of W Energy. Which also, if you want ten percent off your energy drinks, go get go drop some W on yourself. It's probably one of the top unknown energy drinks out there. I'm gonna be real with you. And supposedly they're about to come out with some can joints. Oh, bro, can joints will be the stuff. As long as they taste the same as the powdered stuff, I'm cool with it. But, yeah, go to uh, use my code to get 10% off at CJ22. I'm saying use, again, CJ22, get 10% off your tubs and or your merch. yeah, merch too. All right. But you always know what it is. Always and forever. Also, uh, real quick, I've been posting a lot on YouTube, a lot of YouTube shorts with uh, W2K23. So go check that out. It's also CJ Mellow. Go check that out, always and forever. One love. Have a good holiday. Peace.